0: I went on vacation one time, and we went to Florida, and we stayed at the on the East Coast, um, on a at a beachside motel, and I thought while I was there, what would be cooler than to set my alarm and get up early and watch the sun come up over the ocean, you know, unhindered by hills and trees and basically, the only two things we have in Nebraska, so um, that would be really cool, and so I went, I set my alarm like three or four days in, and nobody came with me, but that's right. because I walked out to the beach, and I was surprised to see uh, so many people with the same idea, Um, but I thought, wow, this must be a really big thing, and so I walked out, and I walked to a quiet piece of sand and sat down, and for about 20 minutes, I watched the sun come up, and The sky turned amazing colors, as you'd expect, and it was not disappointing. And um, then it came about that time. It came about time where you thought, you know, the sun was about to come up, and I was expecting this, you know, big, red, Lion King kind of a sun, you know? And then something happened that I didn't expect. Do you know what it was? The sun came up, okay? It was like this instantly blinding, sunrise-ruining sun, okay? <laughs> and and I'll, you, there's like this collective groan that just crawled across the beach of people. And um, the funny thing to me about it is uh, we, we're all like, oh, no. And we'd, you know, shield ourselves, and we'd blink out the sunspots, and I'd collect my composure. And for some reason, I'd want to look back at it to, like, try to recapture the beauty of the moment. And every time I looked back at it, I was like, no, why did I do that? No, and so it was, like, it was even worse every time I looked back because the sun was a little bit higher. And um, at Christmas and Easter time, um, I have this very specific temptation. And that is to think that these are nice holidays, okay? That these are nice holidays for a nice guy. And it's like going to the beach and expecting to see a really nice sunrise, you know? Like just a really nice sunrise for just a really nice sun, you know? And, but you get into Romans 3, you know, the, the verses my students just read for you. And it says, there is none righteous, not even one. There is no, there's none who understands. There is none who seeks God. All have turned aside. And the more you read, the more you understand the depravity of man. Together they have become useless. There is none that does good. There is not even one. Due to our own wickedness and our blatant disrespect for God, we find ourselves in like this hopeless and desperate situation. And I don't know about you, but a nice guy, It's just not going to cut it. But that's not what we get with Jesus. Instead, we get somebody who is not just equal to the task, but he is infinitely more powerful, yet he's disguised as a baby. And under the skin, though, like if we're reading between the lines in Romans 3 and we see who Jesus is and the mess that he's coming to clean up, we get this rude awakening, like staring at a devastating sunrise. Romans 3 continues with a very clear picture, I think, of who Jesus is. All are, justified, <laughs> all are justified freely by his grace. All. Through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus, God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement through the shedding of his blood. To be received by faith, he did this to demonstrate his own righteousness. Now I'm understanding who Jesus is. I don't know if you're like me, but I, lo- I tend to lose track of the who. We like to ask, I like to ask the question, what? You guys like that question? What's in it for me? What do I need to do? What's going on? I ask that question a lot now that I'm a dad. Uh, <laughs> what's going on? Um, what simply means that you want more information? This question is very satisfying to the flesh, okay? It helps us to stay informed, and it helps us to make decisions, all the while preserving our resources. But asking what can be a very dangerous road, because when we ask what, we are continually seeking control. Uh, We are micro-focused on performing, because we perform better when we ask what. When we succeed, we just keep on racking up points in the pride column because we've asked what? We've got the information and we did something right. So yeah, you got, yeah, yes, right? The world has a way of force feeding us answers to the wrong questions to keep us, to distract us from asking the right questions. The world has a way of force-feeding us answers to the wrong questions to distract us from asking the right questions. So is what the wrong question? This is a trick question. Is what the wrong question? No, I don't think so. I think it's a good question. In fact, uh, many, of the time, many times heroes from the Bible um, will say, Lord, what would you have me do? Or they'll say, Lord... What does this mean? But notice notice who they are asking. I would suggest to you that we all have a God. Whether you're a Christ follower or not, we all have a God. And that God is either Jesus or it's you. It's either Jesus who created you, who designed you to have this intimate relationship with him that you turned away from, but he personally came down to restore that relationship. Or your God is you. You call the shots. You lust for control and status. You decide what's right and you decide what's wrong. You could argue that every decision that we make comes down to one question, and that question is who? Who is your God? Notice our Bible heroes aren't asking themselves what they think they're asking God. With their lips, they're asking what? But with their hearts, they're assigning God as the who. What is a good question? But I would suggest to you that you will never ask what correctly if you direct it at the wrong who. Thankfully, we worship a God this evening who seeks to be known by us. The good news this evening is that the who is not elusive. Tonight, we have the opportunity to celebrate who Jesus is. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Amen.